You're listening to the Fitness Matters Podcast with Paula B, and this is episode number 30. Hello, 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 my goal bees, you guys. This is part three of the goal series. And yes, I'm already singing. It's going to be one of those kinds of podcasts, apparently, you guys. Welcome back to the Fitness Matters podcast, where every week we talk about the fitness matters that matter to you and goals, whether you know it or not, goals totally matter. And that's why we have so far spent two episodes on it. And this is the third episode of a planned four-part series series. No matter where you are watching or listening, there will be a place in the show notes or the description or my website or literally wherever so that you can get to the other parts of this series because so far it's been very interesting and informative and I plan to keep it that way. I mean, I mean, I always plan on that. You know? So you guys, today we are talking about something very, very near and dear to my own goal setting and goal getting process. Today we are talking about why we are afraid to set goals. This Ah, this is something I have a lot of experience with. When I when I first started on my goal journey, I I actually, I actually set goals pretty frequently. I mean, I would set things like, you know, I want to lose weight or I'm going to run a marathon, you know, kind of, kind of big generic goals that didn't have anything super, super specific in the way that I was talking about them. But I had a lot of hidden agenda behind the scenes, things that I didn't, you know, things that really held me back, ideas and thoughts that totally held me back, that I actually had a lot more struggle with the achieving of those goals than I did with the setting of them. But where I actually really butted up against, and let me be honest, still butt up against a bit of a problem, is being afraid to set certain kinds of goals. You you might find in your own life that maybe setting business goals or work goals or family goals, some of those things might come really easily to you, which is why it might be incredibly frustrating when you go to set fitness goals and you're like, why is this so hard? Why do I have so much baggage? Why is there so much stuff that's just weighing me down? Why can't I set a goal? Why is it so hard for me to like pick a number that, you know, how much I want to weigh? Or why is it so hard for me to say out loud that I want to run a marathon? Why is that so tough when I've been successful in other areas? And I'll be honest, there are a couple of things that are probably going on with you. And I'm going to make them sound very simplistic. I mean, it's basically two different categories of things. But the nuances of what you exactly are thinking is going to be something that you're going to need to dig through. Last week, when we wrote our list, and you wrote your list, right? You wrote your list? All the reasons why you can't have your goal? I know, if you didn't, because that list was not easy to write, if you didn't already do that, I'm going to encourage you. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, go listen to last week's podcast. Again, there will be a place where you can find the link to it. It was episode number 29. It was talking about the best way to set your goal so that you can actually get your goal. And one of the things that we did was we made this list of all the reasons why we can't have our goal. 
And I will tell you that even if you made a pretty exhaustive list, there is probably, if you're still kind of struggling with the, the goal setting part, there's probably still some other underlying, totally unconscious thoughts that you are having that we're going to dig up this week. Yay! <laughs> Hooray for digging up more yucky thoughts, right? I know, I know. But that is what we do around here. And you guys, I promise you, I promise you, the more you dig up, the better it gets, the easier it gets to get through this kind of process. You will get to a point where it's not scary or painful to dig up the yucky feelings because you know, you know they're just feelings. Feelings don't actually hurt you. I, we'll, we'll talk about this on a future podcast because there is a lot to be said about this, but your feelings, they're just, they're just vibrations in your body. It's your body's physical response to a thought you are having. It's not a physical problem. And I mean, I, I know your mother told you this. <laughs> it's the whole sticks and stones may break my bones, but names will never hurt me. Your, your feelings don't actually physically hurt you. They can feel like they are. You can get that panicky response, but they are not doing physical damage to your body. And once you kind of wrap your brain around that and really accept that as part of this whole process, it will become easier to just delve into those yucky feelings. So, so let's talk about why you're afraid to set goals. Oh, I don't think I finished that thought actually. Let me tell you. So I had no problem setting weight loss goals. Even though they weren't great goals, I was still able to kind of set them and then get them. And for me, for weight loss really specifically, the problem didn't come until after I had achieved my goal. And spoiler alert, we're going to talk about that next week. But so for weight loss, I... I really truly didn't have a ton of trouble setting a weight loss goal and then losing weight. Where I struggled was gaining it back and needing to lose it again. So for me, that part wasn't super, super rough with the setting. Then as far as like fitness goals, I, I had so many ambitions. Setting fitness goals was honestly never a problem for me. I wanted to run marathons. I wanted to do all kinds of things. Like setting the fitness goals was never difficult. For me, it was much more in the achieving where I really, really, really struggled with all of my mindset, all of my, my personal yuck. But as far as business goes, you guys, I've been on YouTube for six years at this point, actually a little bit over six years if you count like when I very, very, very first started kind of uploading videos. I just recently, I mean, literally in January, started saying out loud that I wanted 1 million subscribers. I've been doing this for years without being able to actually set a goal. I still, even more so than, than the number of subscribers, I still personally am working through this process of setting revenue goals, of saying, this is how much money I want to make this year. I'm in business for myself. If you know anything about business, let me tell you something. Businesses need revenue goals. You need to know where you're going in order to get there. And it's something I'm still really struggling with. And for me, 
It's all because of this, this first category that I'm going to bring up. There are two reasons why you might struggle and why you might be afraid to set goals. And number one is because you're afraid you won't achieve them. Now, here's the thing. This, this can be really tough. If you've got an entire lifetime behind you of all this evidence, and I'm putting quotes around that, all this evidence that you have failed in the past. You've never been able to lose weight. It's always been hard for you. You've never run a marathon before. You've never been able to run before. You've never been able to do whatever it is that you have kind of set your mind to, that you kind of have a hard time even admitting to yourself that it's this thing that you really want, but you don't really know if you should say you want it or you don't want it or you kind of do, but you kind of don't. It's tough, right? This whole past history thing is, it's weighing you down, maybe literally. But let me tell you something about your past. It's in the past. (laughs) You got to put your past behind you as, was that Pumbaa? Yeah, because Timon was the little meerkat, right? Oh my gosh, it's been so long since I have watched The Lion King that I don't remember which one was which. That was super weird. My kids loved Lion King one and a half. They were the right age for the, the one and a half version of that DVD. And we watched it, I'm like a million times. So, so much. Anyway, you got to put your past behind you. And I know that's easier said than done, but let me tell you something about your past. Your past is your past. It's already done. You didn't know the things that you know now. You didn't have the tools that you have now. And even if you did, you probably didn't apply them the way you can and will and are applying them now. Now, is different than the past. And once you can really start wrapping your brain around that and not simply letting that thought, well, I've never done it before, even if you hear it differently. I mean, it's it's almost never, well, I've never done it before. It's, well, I've always struggled. I've always failed. It's more of an always than a never. But however, however you phrase it in your mind, you are looking to your past for evidence of what you're capable of in the future. And the fact is, you are capable of literally anything. You never have to have done before what you are going to do in the future. And you know this because you've never been as old as you will be tomorrow. You will never in the past have done the things that you are going to do tomorrow. Even if it's the same kind of things, you've never done them exactly the same way at the same time in the same manner as you are going to do them tomorrow. Tomorrow's teeth brushing is going to be different than the last 50 years of brushing your teeth. You actually have all kinds of evidence that you are capable of achieving whatever you want day after day after day after day. We kind of talked about this a couple weeks ago when we were talking about you already have evidence that you can create anything It's much more about being deliberate about what you're creating. And maybe that's, maybe that's the hard part, the being deliberate part. Again, you haven't maybe deliberately created something before. How will you know how to deliberately create it? My friend, you won't until you do. 
And I know that sounds so glib. It sounds so, it's like circular logic. Like I'm telling you to believe something because if you believe it, you'll be able to believe it. I know, I get that. But let me tell you this. You don't, you don't ever have to have done something before to be able to do it. You never drove a car before you drove a car. You never took your first step before you took your first step. You never got your first job until you got your first job. There are all kinds of things that you have never done before that then you did. <laughs> and, and I know that you can think of all kinds of evidence when you're looking for it to support this idea. Start looking for the evidence. Here's the problem with here's the problem with being afraid that you won't be able to achieve something. You are probably subconsciously asking your brain to bring you evidence of times that you have failed. And so therefore, it absolutely will. Your brain is going to bring you whatever you ask it for. Your brain is like the most obedient dog you've ever heard of. Ever. When you say, go fetch me evidence that losing weight is hard, your brain will find all kinds of ideas and thoughts and facts and charts and graphs and all this evidence, those are quotes, that losing weight is hard until you ask it for evidence of something else. Ask your brain for evidence of times that you have done something new. Oh, well, that's different. Ask your brain for time, for evidence, for times when you have succeeded at something. Oh, well, that's different too. It's a whole different list of charts and graphs and ideas and thoughts that you hadn't considered before. My friends, the idea that you won't achieve your goal is a thought. It's not a fact. <laughs> you know, you knew at some point in time during this episode that I was going to refer you to the episode where we talk about facts versus opinions. This is an opinion that you hold, that you are incapable of achieving your goal. And you can change your opinion of yourself. Here's the thing. When you start looking for more evidence that you are capable of achieving things, you will start to open yourself up to the idea that you can achieve this goal. And here's what's going to happen. <laughs> it's going to be, you're going you're gonna to tip from being afraid that you won't achieve your goal into the second category, being afraid that you will achieve your goal. <laughs> My friends, we have all heard of this, this theory about the fear of success. And I know that some of us kind of, I mean, for years, I totally laughed about this. Like, how could you be afraid of succeeding? That's ridiculous. And yet, and yet... It's not ridiculous at all. Our brains are, uh, let me be honest, your brain is afraid of everything. I mean, we've, we've covered this before that your brain is hardwired to be afraid of new experiences. We, we overcome this on a daily basis, a little bit at a time, every time we do something new or different. But you feel it pretty clearly when you're taking kind of a bigger step than normal, when you're setting yourself on this path to, you know, becoming something 
somebody who's really different than who you are right now. When you are aiming for something that feels big or epic, even even if you spend some time telling yourself, well, it's not that big of a deal. I just want to lose 10 pounds or whatever. Your brain is still going to come at it like that's new. That's different. It's probably a threat. Here are some fear feelings. Here's the vibration of panic in your body. Let me send you some sweat. Let me send you an elevated heart rate. Let me send you some scattered thoughts. Your brain is going to throw all of this junk at you because it's different. And that can be scary. But once again, (laughs) you are capable of doing scary things. You are capable of doing new things. You are capable of achieving anything you want. Here's the other problem though, with this being afraid of what we will achieve, is because there is, there is this one layer of this thought or these thoughts that I think a lot of us really experience. Over the years, we've accumulated ideas that have kind of kept us safe. I mean, it's, it's again, it's part of your brain gathering evidence that where you are is safe and anywhere else is dangerous. We've accumulated these thoughts about other people who have achieved goals that we are looking for. For example, I mean, for my case, really specifically, business goals, achieving revenue goals. Oh, rich people are greedy. YouTubers are frivolous. These are thoughts that I didn't even realize I had accumulated. Didn't even think about how it might affect me and my ability to set and then get my goals. Of course I want to be successful. Of course I want to be rich. Of course I want to be good at YouTube. But these thoughts that I have in my head about YouTubers or about people who make money on YouTube really specifically, they're holding me back. And I will tell you again, this is where I'm telling you that this is a work in progress for me. I am actively practicing finding those thoughts and practicing new ones. I didn't even realize how often thoughts about like rich people being greedy really specifically is, is, I mean, that was something I grew up hearing pretty frequently that, oh, it must be nice to just be able to afford anything you want. Like, yeah, that must be nice. But that tone, that sarcastic, oh, well, I guess some people are lucky enough to have that, but it'll never be me, is something that I am currently reprogramming my mind to think differently about. It's it's a process and it is a work in progress for me. And it will probably be a work in progress for you. Again, depending on your goal, it's going to depend on what you've what you've seen and what you've processed and how you have protected yourself where you are. I've protected myself being a chronic under earner by making fun of and thinking negative thoughts about people who earn more money, about people who achieve their financial goals. I've thought bad things, mean things, judgmental things about people who have money. 
And wanting to become a person who has money means that, wait a second, do all those things apply to me? Well, of course they don't. But now I've got to turn them around in my mind. My friend, this is where I will warn you that all those years that you have called other women skinny, <clears throat> not going to say the word, but you know, you know it starts with B, my favorite letter. <laughs> and it's not, and it's not a killer B situation. It's a skinny B situation. All those times that you have thought that you have protected yourself from becoming a thin person. All those times you saw somebody out running and you thought to yourself, gee, I wonder where her kids are, or I wonder what her husband is doing. She must be a selfish bee. <laughs> These are all thoughts that you are going to need to dig up and release. Some people are greedy. Some people are bees. Some people are not nice. It's absolutely true. But none of that can be stated categorically. None of that is good for you to think about in a broad sense. Dig up your biases. Dig up your judgments. Dig up these thoughts that you have about a collection of people who have achieved this goal that you want to achieve. I mean, there's a broader, there's a broader way to look at this also. I know you're already hearing that, the national conversation right now. Digging up your thoughts about groups of people is always going to be something that's worth your time to do. Thinking about your own thoughts and really facing your own, your own preconceived notions about all kinds of situations, it always serves to make you a better person, to make you more kind and loving and compassionate towards other people, but also in this situation really specifically, towards yourself. It goes both ways. When you can be loving and kind and compassionate towards yourself, you will be more open to the idea of being loving and kind and compassionate to everybody. I mean, this comes back around to why I personally feel like we should set goals ever at all. I mean, and financial goals also. I mean, coming coming back around to coming back around to me. Let's talk about me some more, shall we? <laughs> but when I think about about some of my preconceived notions about people who have money, I am I'm asking my brain to give me evidence of something that supports something that I already think. But when I ask my brain to think about, can you show me evidence of people who have a lot of money who are doing good in the world? There's plenty of evidence of that too. Let yourself be open to evidence on both sides. Let yourself be open to thinking new thoughts about your ability to achieve what you want to achieve. So, 
So here's my practical advice. You know, we always do this. I've got, I've got the mindset advice where I talk about the theory and how your brain works and how this all like fits into the schema of the world. But now let's talk brass tacks because, because here's the thing. I can't just give you this information and say, okay, good luck. Go out in the world, do what you want with it. No, I'm going to tell you there's a solution. There's an actual thing, like one actual thing that you can do. And it's going to take daily practice. Like it always does. It always does. But there's one thing that you can do that's going to help you with these fears, your fear of failure and your fear of success. And my friends, it's the easiest thing I've ever told you to do. And I love it so much because here it is. You get to daydream. (gasps) Dun, dun, dun. Is this the best or what? This is how you overcome these thoughts and these feelings and these fears of failure or success. You simply daydream about achieving your goal. That's really awesome, right? Like think about it right now. Think about what it's going to be like to achieve your goal. Now, we already talked about this way back when we were talking about how to set goals. We talked about putting a feeling on it. Go ahead and add some detail to those feelings that you're going to have when you have achieved your goal. Let yourself actually expand out on it. Not just crossing the finish line and how amazing that's going to feel, but telling people about how you ran that race, wearing your medal proudly, thinking about how you're going to work it all in so that you can practice this goal and other parts of your life balance. Daydream about the things that you are going to do in a way that feels good for you. Daydream about being successful. Daydream about what it will be like to overcome your failures. Daydream about what you will do after the success. Not just not just in the moment, but what you will do with all the things you learned, all the skills you gathered, all of the mindset that you've changed. Daydream about it. And here's why this is so important. I mean, I know, I know you're like, Paula, this is not practical advice at all. Daydreaming is ridiculous. <laughs> that's a waste of my time. But here's the thing that's amazing. The great thing about daydreaming. So for me, daydreaming, I mean, I hate to admit this. I sometimes daydream while I'm driving. In fact, I kind of frequently do. I also daydream a lot while I'm like vacuuming the house or going for a run. Anything that's very repetitive, something that I've done a million times. I mean, again, coming back to the whole brushing your teeth thing. Anything that you do really repetitively that doesn't require a hundred percent attention, and I say that as though driving doesn't require a hundred percent attention, of course it does. But something, okay, let's let's go with brushing your teeth or vacuuming the house. Okay, some kind of of mundane task that is not likely to you know be dangerous for you. That is a great time to daydream. And here's what'll happen: you will find yourself starting off. Like, okay, here's what I, I have a million dollars and I'm going to go spend it. And I then start kind of into a fantasy of where would I go? Would I, you know, go down to Hollywood and go on Rodeo Drive and go shopping like that? No, I wouldn't, by the way. But, but anyways, like start, start getting into the daydream and here's what'll happen. Your brain is going to offer you obstacles 
It's crazy, right? But this is what'll happen after years of of thinking things in a certain way, you're not simply going to be able to daydream your way around them. Your brain will offer you, oh, I've just bought this fancy car and then I spilled something in it because I frequently spill in my car. And then what? It's ruined. No, this is great information. Your daydream will turn up almost as much information as that list that you made last week when you were trying to come up with obstacles, when you were trying to think of reasons why you can't have your goal. Your daydream is going to offer you more ideas to examine, more things to overcome, to practice thinking differently about. Your daydream is ridiculously practical. It has information for you. And when you have that information, you can daydream your way right around it. You can think to yourself, well, yeah, maybe I am going to spill something in my fancy car, but then I'll also have the money to go get it detailed. which is how I've worked around it in my mind because I know I'm going to spill something in my car. I know I'm going to get in my car and be sweaty. I go places to run and then I get in my car. I know that a fancy car is going to take more upkeep than my current car and I'm going to have to be able to do something about that. That'll be one of the things that I will learn how to do in order to get my goal of financial success. You will learn through daydreaming and also from actually doing how to get where you want to go. Your daydream will offer you practical information about getting your goal. Isn't that amazing? I know. I know. This was kind of a lot to take in today, you guys, like it always is. But I'm I'm always so curious what what nugget you got out of this one today. I mean, hopefully it's just the power of daydreaming. I I hope that you take that with you and you enjoy that one because that is some fun stuff. But you know, I would love to hear which, which camp do you fall into? Are you afraid you won't achieve your goal or are you afraid that you will Share that in the comments or on my website or somewhere on social that isn't Instagram. You know, you know, I want to hear from you. You guys, I hope you have a fantastic week. I'll talk to you again soon. Mm -hmm.